Welcome to Christian Warrior Talk, proudly presented by Christian Warrior Mission. Hosted by former Navy SEAL, SWAT officer, and atheist, now a warrior for Jesus Christ, Pastor Jason Perry. This is more than just a podcast. It's a spiritual vanguard where we intentionally set aside the hustle of our daily lives to come together. We gather to study the Bible, share in heartfelt prayer, and engage in meaningful discussions about all things Christian, homesteading, prepping, and self-defense. Lock shields with us, and together, we will hold the line. And now, let's meet your host, Pastor Jason Perry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Crusader Missions Christian Warrior Talk, the fellowship show where we invest our time, blood, sweat, and tears in one another. Um, this is the show where we come together to talk about our victories, learn from our setbacks, and, um, and get real with one another. We talk about all things Christian, prepping, homesteading, well, marriage, you name it. We throw all, we throw everyone under the bus here. <laughs> That's one way to say it. <laughs> Nothing's safe. Nothing's safe here. So um, let me change the graphic. Bada boom. All right, we're good. This is the way I'm not going to let So, um, but welcome. We're so glad you're here. The rules are here that um, when you join. You say strength and honor, and we will give you a strength and honor, strength and honor, strength and honor. Very thirsty. I want to thank everyone, and I mean everyone who has been doing the PCM 90 day crucible challenge. I am on day eight. Yup, yup, day eight. And um, I'm starting to finally not be sore. Awesome. But, uh, man, strength and honor, brother and sister. Strength to you. I can't see who that is on Facebook. Is that Chris? Uh, I'm going to see. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. There's a current. Hold on, hold on. Not there. Oh. Maybe it's on mine. But anyways, type your name in there, Facebook user, because for some reason Facebook didn't tell us who you are. We want to toast the right person. But anyways, day eight, it's Chris. All right, that's what I thought. Chris! Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. So, what an awesome week. Um, Really starting to gain momentum. The hardest was the first three days. So, um, Inventing the sausage, which is our schedule, mm-hmm. right? you know, um, trying to figure out when am I going to fit it in? How easy am I going to let it to be to get distracted? I just want to say, I want to toast my wife here who I could not do this without her. She has been absorbing the vast majority of things as they come up. And I thank you for that because without it, I would be right back where I was eight days ago. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. 
Um, so if you guys don't know, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Chris. Yeah, it was a good one. Thank you. I appreciate that, Chris. It really felt good. You know, there are sermons when you're like, ooh, what I do with that? That one really felt good. Um, you know, and I it, it really worked on me, the tongue part. You know, God 100% put it on my heart, on my mind, or whatever you want to say, that, hey, you're accountable for what you say now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the training wheels well, off. Well, I've heard you, you know, you've you've talked before about, you know, every word you've said is going to, you know, you're going to have to be up there and stand by it or justify it. Yeah. And so you've... I'm talking about, yeah. You've known it, but it seems it. interesting that it, whatever reason, that, that kind of really settled in your heart this time. Well, I, I, I it's the level of conviction that you're hit by. You know, when the Holy Spirit's working on you, you know, we all, like in the beginning, like when you're a new Christian, you're so permeated with sin, depending on, you know, what age you came to it, how bad you're, how bad you were, how broken, mm-hmm. you know, and God just starts peeling things away. Mm-hmm. So and, this is the next layer. Yeah. And then this was in lecture. I, did I know I was accountable? Yeah. Did I say some of the horrible things I used to say? Mm-hmm. No. Did I? Trim around vast amounts of it, but now I feel like I'm under the microscope. Yeah. You know, don't be gossiping. Don't be doing this stuff. Don't use a sword thrust when when you could heal them instead. Now, there are times where I'm going to be cutting and there's going to be times where I'm going to do stuff, but um, it won't be it's got to be out of love. Jason Perry's sake. Yeah, yeah, it won't be for my ego's sake. Yeah. Hi, Jimmy. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. And thank you, Chris. So what makes it great is when you feel it. Yeah, and that was one that I was heavily convicted by. And it just tied in nicely as well because I was, you know, the Canaanite woman, I've read that story a hundred times. I have seen it preached a hundred times. And no one, I don't think, I haven't seen anyone take it the way that we took it and did it to where how hard she pursued Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, which just happens to be a part of what we're doing in the, in the 90 day challenge, which is pursuing God with everything you have. Mm-hmm. You know, she's walking behind, she's from far away, praising Jesus, calling out to him. He ignores her calling out to Jesus. The disciples tell her to tell Jesus to get away. Goes up to Jesus, calls him, you know, Lord, recognizes who he calls him things the Jews won't even call him. Mm-hmm. Like son of David, you know, acknowledging he's the Messiah, you know, all these things. And Jesus insults her. She gets down on her knees. You know, and Jesus, you know, and 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 says again, you know, says no again. And she humbles herself at the last point where here she is, she's pursuing, 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 pursuing. And the last one is, I'll take anything, even the crumbs that are left over. Mm -hmm. That's enough. Mm -hmm. And, and that, you know, earns her the second greatest, you know, compliment in the new Testament Mm -hmm. from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I could really relate to that. There are days, weeks, months where I don't feel a thing, you know, where I'm like, man, 
and that's Jesus ignoring me. And then bad things happen, and that's Jesus, you know, testing me again, humbling me again. Mm-hmm. Your back goes out, your knees are hurting. I'm going to take every bit of your identity. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not going to be a powerful person from the front. Keep pursuing. So you're going to give up and walk away. You're going to give up. You're going to get bitter. Yeah. You know, um, and then you just say, no, I'll, I'll take anything, even the scraps, Mm -hmm. the crumbs and boom. Next thing you know, you're, you know, I mean, our marriage has never been better than what it is right now. I would say that. It's at least at one of its best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that our daughters are, Blossoming, you know. <laughs> Bl- Anya, Bl- Anya, blossoms require a little rain now and then. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be brutally honest. You know, B has always been 90-10. 90% sunshine, 10% rain. I'm surprised you even gave her 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's being critical. Mm-hmm. Anya was 70% suck, 30% joy. And now, or 75, 25. Now it's inverted. She's 70% sunshine and 30% rain. Mm-hmm. And trending in a positive direction. Yes. And I'm so thankful for that. And it's, bec- no, not, it's, not, it's because of a lot of things. It's because I'm getting more involved. I think that's part. I think she's aging a part of it. You're doing an amazing job. But also, my experience with her, this isn't her in a hole for everyone. By deliberately pursuing her and making sure Anya's in the room, make eye contact. Mm-hmm. Make eye contact, engage with her. I'm, it might only be for five minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time. But throughout the day when she's in the room with her dad, her dad's eyes are going to be on her. Mm-hmm. And then making sure that I'm also alternating who I look at first, her and B, because I don't want B. It's always still second fiddle now. Always still yeah. second fiddle. So yeah. I'm constantly readjusting that. When I notice B's noticing, I go and I make sure that I am evenly mm-hmm. distributing. It's a balancing act. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. I mean, when B was new, she didn't have anyone to compete with her. Right. Right. So the Anya's first are still a massive big deal. And she uncovers stuff and then. You know, B regresses and tries to, Try to, tries to mimic baby, and get yeah, the attention, yeah, you know? Yeah. No. But so that, my health, we'll go through me and then we'll go through you. No, you're fine. Okay, I, don't, I don't have much. Go, yeah, go ahead. So then my health, you know, um, it's very different than what I thought it would look like. thought I was going to go in, I was going to be strong like bull, enraged, and I wasn't in reality of where my legs and my knees were. So... My cardio has been 30 minutes of walking and 30 minutes of bike or whatever. It hasn't even been like hard cardio, but just breaking up the adhesions and getting the range of motion back in my legs because I just developed this really short, guarded, choppy step. Yeah, you've always had that. And, you know, just really stretching them out and stretching out the hips and starting to feel like myself again, where That's I don't great. feel like a cripple. Like, yeah, I don't feel like the guy who can bench or squat 700 pounds. Well, sure. But I do feel like the guy who can do stuff on the farm. Hallelujah. Right? Yeah. Yep. You know, I do feel like the guy who can pull his own weight again and lead from the front 
you know, and every day I'm getting more and more of that. Then my diet has been really good as well. You know, I originally started as carnivore plus where um, I was doing carnivore plus superfoods. Mm -hmm. And now I've evolved it to, you know, carnivore superfoods. And then my post workout meal can be a carb. Mm -hmm. I just felt so drained in the gym. I really felt like it was making a difference in my, in my recovery. Mm-hmm. So um, doing that um, has been amazing. And it's so like working out to me is such a big part of my psyche. It's always been a very much, you know, when I not, work out, it's I not like, your identity anymore, but it's a, a subset of it. You know, it's, it puts me in a good mood mm-hmm. when I get it done. Yep. When I don't, yeah. I know I'm backsliding. You know, um, you know, so again, that part's been great. I've been doing dry firing. I've been doing some tactical things. I've been feeling like I'm shaking off the rust. Um, just re-engaging the warrior mind. And it's not where I want it to be yet, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm on day one of the first crucible, right? You know, or day eight of the first yeah. crucible. Yeah. Where I'm going to be on day 90 is mm-hmm. a completely different place. And then when we restart it again, I'm just going to keep yeah. advancing it. Are you planning on doing that? Like just resetting? Yeah, it? Like well, I, I think so. I think I'm just going to keep going. And um, it might change some things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm learning a lot of things. Like there are things that I didn't think to do. Like Jimmy just rotated his ammo and his pistols out of his magazines and, and all that stuff. And, you mm. know, we're, like, I totally forgot about that. It's something I've known. It's something I've preached before. Okay. But it just hadn't, like, this getting rid of stale ammo, putting in fresh ammo, changing out mags that have had the springs down the whole time mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know? I mean, it's going to be fine, you know, but but still, you know? Um, you know, uh, it's 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 been great. And to see how other people are doing the family part, you know, um, it's just so different once you're deliberately pursuing things. You know, after a week and a day of this, I feel like I have a better relationship with you, better relationship with B, better relationship with Anya. You know, things are going great with my mom. I've been calling all my friends, you know, and I'm just like, well, what am I going to do today? I, you know, I haven't been around Lauren, so I'm not going to really be able to pour much into her. I barely see her. Yeah. So I'm going to make today the day I call all the friends I haven't spoken to in a while. Mm-hmm. And do that while I'm doing other things. And on top of that, we've had some amazing Hope Report shows. Yeah, this was a good week. All right, yeah, gosh, it's not even. Well, I guess a week since last Wednesday. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, so again, just just so blessed and happy with how this is going. Um, and again, I know it's been a massive toll on you. And it's added to your workload. And I'm sorry. I'm so thankful for you. Because you're enabling me to take my life back. Well, I think that's the priority right now. Yeah. Health, health especially. But, I mean, you your comment today about that you feel very connected to God right now. And not too long ago, it you have expressed kind of quite the opposite of that. Yeah. So, just to hear that. I'm dreaming about God again. Like, my mind, I'm thinking more about God than I'm thinking about anything else. Which, when you're doing that, you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. And and that is a momentum that starts at the top of the mountain. Is like, 
one little flake of snow and it starts tumbling down the hill and then it becomes a snowball and then a boulder and then an avalanche. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. And I, I, and because of that, because I'm spending time and I'm not doing a ton. Oh yes. I'm having to research stuff and I'm having to do stuff and I'm, I'm pursuing. And I just, my heart feels so much more in, in line with him. You know, I've also haven't been drinking as much TV poison, mm-hmm. the news, and I got to figure out a way to walk that line. Mm-hmm. Right now, the it's line, the line, the way I'm doing it is reading the headlines, seeing what's going on, particularly the epic times. Uh-huh. Um, that's who I only really trust now. And, um, and then articles that I find interesting diving in, but just trying to figure out where things are. And then figure out from there. Now I know people are gonna be like, "You're just reading the headlines." I'm like, "Yeah, most things don't interest me." Right. You know, uh, most nor, things. Nor are they worth your time. Nor are they worth the time and energy. So, mm-hmm. um, but as protectors and as guardians, we have to drink the poison. I mean, I have been watching more on local stuff. I go. I spend a lot of time on our local. Uh, what is it? Thirteen news. Eleven news. Don't change Try cities that won't. <laughs> you know the the WJHL. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching their reports, trying to keep up on crime in the area where things are going, et cetera, like that. But um, you know, and that's part of that's part of the fundamentals as mm-hmm. well. But uh, so, how about you? How's things going, to you? What do you think about China? The uh, balloon. The balloon. Um, I think that China is our number one geopolitical enemy. I think they're doing far worse than that. I think that was to embarrass us. I think shooting it down after it went across, after it went across the entire nation is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Like it went over some of the most remote locations ever. Yeah. Right. They couldn't, you know, it's just, they're so indecisive. This is what it looks like to have a totally compromised, um, administration oh we are they are preparing for war chris i think we are going to be in a very real war with them i don't know what that looks like and it's terrifying you know especially today there was a report that came out from a respected military journalist that basically like one of the most thorough reported stories of all time showing that we did the north stream too Christian Warrior Talk is sponsored by Trident Shield, your trusted ally in violence preparedness. Trident Shield safeguards your loved ones with expert training and consulting. Trident Shield, defending faith through preparedness because together we save lives. Oh, okay. Which has been surmised but not proven. Yeah. And, you know, he's got firsthand sources planning the whole thing and you know i don't know what happens then i mean are they going to cut our internet ties when are they going to force us into something like they're not going to not retaliate and this guy published an article on it yeah on substack wow which tucker covered tonight okay so it's big he had him on there yeah there's no hiding it when the most popular show on tv covered it no yeah it's scary. So, um, you know, so of course, any, they're going to retaliate. 
So that's severing the fiber optic lines under the ocean that go connect us to Europe, crashing the banking system, or what? Like, you don't want to get into an infrastructure war. No. Everything's so delicate and so, like, our grid, everything is so connected. Connected. Yeah. That it'd be so easy to just cost, like, drive each other into bankruptcy. Yeah. Well, I mean, when the whole, um, we're about to run out of, what was the, a couple months ago. Diesel. Diesel. Yep. Yeah. When it was like, we're almost out of diesel. And like, if you start like that, thinking about everything that impacted. Yeah. Now you're fine. I don't have much to say. <laughs> I'm How are you doing? What day are you on, Lauren? I'm not doing so well at this. Um, and I could use the excuse of, as you've said, that more has come into my world to enable you to do yours, but I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily the reason I'm just, I, I'm having a hard time getting into the rhythm of at a minimum of reporting. Um, but also I think of being, being mindful throughout the day of what is going on. Like, like well, I mean, for family or, all day, you put yourself i mean you are always putting everything you have into the family yeah so i mean it's i know the idea is to go kind of above and beyond for one person at a time and i like to think that there's days that i've you know i've tried to make sure that i'm making sure that you're taking care of you know all day or whatever but i mean the kids are kind of (laughs) they get they get what they get every day um, well, no, I mean, you just went all in on getting Anya off off of you yeah, and Bottle and getting our life back as a couple. Yeah, like, these well, that are was kind priorities. of outside the yeah, but still, parameters of the I don't thing. And I, I mean, like, um, you know, today yeah, you moved so, how many, you know, to a thousand pounds of feet? Fitness parts never, <laughs> never my problem. <laughs> Farm fit every day is no joke. Um, so yeah, that's that's always day in day out. Farm fit, um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I'm not. And then like there's some mornings that I've been great. I've gotten like 30, 45 minutes plus in the Bible, and I get to catch up a lot on my reading, and I love those days. And then the next day, Anya is up early and now I'm going to have to get up even earlier. And so it's just, I'm just struggling. I'm really struggling to get into a groove with it despite best intentions. Well, I mean, we can figure out a way to do this where maybe so much of is not getting shifted onto you and, you know, we can sit down and deliberately plan it. So either I, Start going to the gym at five in the morning, five thirty in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to rock your boat of success. So if I have to get up, I mean, she's been kind of trending to getting up at six thirty. So I guess if I need to get up at six or before, it would have to be before. But anyways, I'm I want I'm going to keep keep trying, but I cannot say that every day has been a hundred percent success. Right. So. Which I'm guessing some people out there can relate to. <laughs> well, I can. I remember the first day two and three were awful for me. You didn't get your workout in yet. Yeah, it was freaking terrible because all the farm stuff, 
and on pig stuff and everything else. And we're still dealing with pig stuff. Yes. We got escape artist pigs. Constant. Yeah. Constant. Another another God blessing on when he brought me outside yesterday. Because Peg had gotten Peg out. Peg had jailbreaked again. <laughs> Peg had gotten out, and I went out probably within a couple of minutes of her getting out, just by chance. And, uh, yep, so Peg's back in jail until we can get her fence fixed. Tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so, so again, I hope everyone out there who's, who's doing the 90-day challenge, if you're not doing it, get in there. It's all it is is accountability group. You're just posting what you do. You don't have to do what we do. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to do what anyone does. Just do something for four things. Pursue God every day. Pursue a family member every day. You have a better relationship with God, better relationship with your family member. Pursue a healthier lifestyle with diet and exercise. And then fundamentals, which is basically life skills, everything from shooting, combatives, prepping, changing oil, situational awareness, um, you know, making your farm more secure, you know, whatever that is, right? But constantly and taking ground every day. You know, you climb a mountain one handhold at a time, one step at a time. And is sometimes that handhold is an inch. You're just going from here to here. Or lateral. <laughs> or lateral, yeah. right? And then other times it's a giant leap that you're going up, right? So that's that's the key. The key is marching forward mm -hmm. and not letting the wind knock you off the mountain mm -hmm. or, you know, which is life, which can be so easy. I agree with you, Chris. We have good wives and they take care of the family at all costs. Yes, they do. Couldn't do it without, couldn't do anything without Lauren. Well, that goes both ways. Well, thank you. So um, the divide and conquer. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, if you guys haven't checked it out or don't know where it's at, it's in our Facebook group. Uh, you, you look for a page crusader mission and groups and you'll find it. Ask to join. I'll approve you. And there it is. You know, you'll see day nine. I'm going to post day nine right after this mm -hmm. or tomorrow morning. I'll just post the pictures in the morning. And all you do is go in there. You start on whatever day you're on. So if you start tomorrow, don't start on day nine, start on one. Right, because the way this works is you got to get 90 days of this, not 80, not 70, not 60, not 50, not 40. Get a full 90 days of doing this and then see where your life is at. So start at one, you click on the, the, the day post, and then you'll see four replies underneath it. Four replies will be pictures that'll say faith notes here, fitness notes here, family notes here, fundamental notes here. And you respond to the picture with what you did. It doesn't have to, it could be, hey, I did 30 minutes on the treadmill and chest and trust. That's what it was yesterday for me. Today, it was just 90 minutes of cardio. Mm -hmm. You know, 30 minutes on the treadmill, 30 minutes of the break. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, as long as you're doing something and showing, taking the time to support, you know, in, fa in faith, if you need a prayer request, drop it in there. Um, you know, but it's letting, it's being there and it's registering there and it's holding yourself accountable more than anything by putting it there. Yeah. If it's not there, you didn't do it. I don't care what you tell me if you did it or not. If you didn't reply it and you didn't say it there. It doesn't count. You're not a team player. You're not doing it. 
No, stuff happens. No, no. Man, if you're is, not going to give anybody else an excuse, I don't deserve the excuse either. It takes three minutes to put things on. Yeah. So, um, so get on there. That was not, not, it's fine. Just, say what you want to say. You know, <laughs> but if you want to people to invest in you and you want people to care about you, this is how you start building credibility. Getting in there and doing this type of stuff and saying, okay, yes, I'm tired. I'm going to spend three minutes. I'm going to jot some things down or I'm going to admit that I didn't do it today, mm-hmm. you know, or that type of stuff. That's what I'm encouraging you guys to do. All right. It's more being honest with yourself than anything. Right. So, um, so anyways, it's, I believe in 90 days, we're all going to be very happy. Those of us who did it where we are barring, chaos mm-hmm. like you get cancer or you know you find out somebody's cheating on you or mm-hmm. something like that right i guarantee you barring something like that you're gonna have better relationships you're gonna be healthier mm-hmm. you're gonna be way better mindset with god and if you're gonna give up if you're gonna miss three don't miss the god one For the love of god don't miss the god one yeah that's the one you don't have any excuse to miss Right. I hope you guys are liking the daily Bible study too. Um, I mean, I got to. When was the? Well, you see, your Matthew twenty-four has that been since last Wednesday? That was what? Matthew twenty-four. Well, I did twenty-six today. So that was Monday, the day uh, that you like really dove in on it. Holy smokes, Matthew twenty-four, guys. Hell, that was. Uh, sermon that I did, or not a sermon, a teaching I did with fear pretty and trembling. Much a, pretty much a sermon. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I mean, I did eight hours of study on that, or pretty, pretty close off and on mm-hmm. on that. I got up on time, sat down, and was like, oh no. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't just go live at nine with where I'm at right now. I need to be able to articulate this. So I started diving in, and I apologize for what I, you know, my limited ability on that sermon, you know, um, I, but I try, I, hopefully you understand why I believe what I believe. I'm not saying you have to believe what I believe on Matthew 24. I'm not saying you have to be a post-millennial. I'm not saying you need, you have to be a partial preterist. I'm not saying, you know, you have to, like, I'm not a rapture guy, you know, um, you know, none of those things are salvation based. Mm-hmm. So those are all minors, right? So again, um, well, the extent to which you were researching, it made me realize, I mean, once I get into the new Testament is such so much of an easier read mm-hmm. than the old Testament that I, Sometimes I find that I go too fast. Like I don't really ruminate on yeah. like every single word in the way that I should. And so just the fact that you were like about, I was like, okay, I might need to go back and like really slow down on Matthew and like all of the ones in the New Testament that you can just read and read and read. Well, and that's the difference between taking... doing a Bible study and reading the Bible, right? Because mm-hmm. there are there are books that I have powered through 
where I, I thought I had it and I've read them, I don't know how many times. And then all of a sudden you read it on your 50th time. And that's when the Holy spirit unlocks it for you based on what's going on in your life. You have the proper context. Yeah. You have just been humbled. You've just this, that, and you're just like, it blows your mind. And then yeah. it's like, it's a whole new book. Yeah. It's a whole new chapter. You're like, I thought it said this. Yeah. And then you're like, Whoa. So then what do you do? You go and you research that and you affirm it or disprove it. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, man, it's so deep. I've read to read like 50 pages to comment on one pack. Mm -hmm. Well, I think kudos to you to taking it seriously enough for the audience that uh, you took the time to do that. Well, you know, demands it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to be talking about this stuff, you should at least be like the fact that I'm very irrit- irritated. I barely can speak English, you know. So when it comes to pronouncing Jewish stuff, I often listen to it beforehand mm-hmm. to hear somebody pronounce it, mm-hmm. and I still lose it by then. Like I've got so much brain damage and short term memory loss. That's what irritates you, you're saying? Yeah, it really irritates me that I jumble words, and I'm sure people look at it and be like, this guy can't even pronounce. Whatever. I think the ones who who care about you being their pastor or believe that you have something worthwhile to say don't care if you mispronounce one of the very complicated names in the Bible. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that'll be in the coming years as I, you know, my Bible IQ continues to rise. I understand the concepts. I understand the things. Maybe I can start getting you know, the next layer of hitting the enunciations and stuff. I have to hear things multiple times to grasp concepts in, in my profession, and people expect expect to understand the Bible by reading it once. Mm-hmm. You can't understand the Bible by reading it once. You, you know the story. Yeah, like one and done. Like, you can understand the story. Yeah. Right, but you're not going to understand the teachings. You're not going to really understand the, the context. Right. Right, I mean, it's, you got to read so much more and listen to so much more. I mean, that's why commentary, like the Bible's this thick and commentaries on often more than half one book of the Bible yeah. or this thick. thick. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, wow. And then it's finding trusted resources because a lot of bad commentaries. You know, so, um, so anyways, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm really enjoying Getting to know God's word better. You know, um, was the last, did we talk last week? I'm not sure if we talked about the, the percentage. Yes. We did. About what, what you wish was above our heads. Yeah. Yeah. And then did we, we didn't talk on the show about a child's faith. No, that's kind of a newer revelation for you. Yeah. So, Really hit me the other day. You know, I was going through Matthew, I can't remember which one, talking about, you know, Jesus saying, unless you have faith like these. And then sitting at the breakfast table with B, and I think about how when I tell her something, it's truth. Mm-hmm. Like she believes it all the way. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus is talking there about us in the Bible. Yeah. And I'm like, to have, like, and then I remember. John Yancey 
talking about his granddaughter dying and she was six dying from a thing and she's just like i'm just tired and i'm tired of being pain i just want to go to be with jesus mm -hmm. and believing that one thousand mm -hmm. percent and then i looked at myself at 50 with my doubts yeah as a pastor with doubts and i'm like how many betrayals how many lies how much hypocrisy how many how much filth have i interacted with or been danged or attacked by or you know the world chipping away mm -hmm. at that and how criminal it is not to raise your kid in that and then to start with that child faith we do yeah. it with santa claus we don't do it right with jesus yeah we're willing to go all in on that story and it just i'm like and you know i was talking this with a friend and i'm like i don't know anyone who has the faith of a child in the Bible, period i don't know any adult that way of anyone represented in the bible no meaning that i don't know anyone mm -hmm. alive okay that i've seen that walks that out i mean maybe john because of what he did with well, in that particular situation, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot about the beautiful innocence of children that contributes to their, I mean, that childlike faith that, they're, as you said, they're not poisoned or tainted by things. And I think it's probably, as a parent, it's probably sad to watch some of that fade. And obviously, you want to do everything you can to keep it intact for as long as possible, but the world will chip away a little bit. So you just... Um, I just don't so want as it is right now, you know, raising them in Jesus versus being raised without Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's being raised in the affirmative versus being raised in the negative. Right. And I was just, I just got really sad for myself. I get sad for you. I get, Sad for everyone out there. You know, like I said, if we all had accurate numbers over our head on how much we believed. Yeah. Where would we all be? Just to see hundreds over children. And you'd see 100% over children. Yeah. And then you see 5%, 10%, 50%, you know, yeah. and you're just like, when you're talking to someone and they only believe 35%, how much credibility do they have? 35%. <laughs> exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, unfortunately for you, I don't think that this number system is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think we all have to think about it that way. Yeah. And I think when we're talking to somebody who theologically, when we're having a discussion of real importance, mm -hmm. knowing where they're at. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where God gives discernment. You've got a good dose of it to be able to suss that out in other ways. It yeah. certainly would be a nice little easy way to do it. Yeah, but, you know, the faith of a child, and I wish we all had it. Yeah. And I just became, like I said, became sad for us all um, at our loss of innocence and the assault by the enemy. Mm -hmm. 
you know, there's Adam and Eve in the garden. No doubts whatsoever. Satan comes in and injects that doubt into the woman. So when does the faith start to fade in children? As they acquire wounds, as they're betrayed by the church, their parents, other humans, other Christians. I think when you probably, when you rely on the childlike faith to sustain them yeah. and you don't reinforce it with catechism type. Yeah, and I also think it also like depends where you raise them. If you're raising them at home, you can insulate them in that and prepare them more versus the day you send them to a public school, that faith is under attack the entire time they're up. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you can responsibly do that. You're taking much more of a gamble. Yeah. Which who really wants to gamble with their kids, but I mean, I think it's just a matter of time until, you know, you get a, Kids interacting with LGBTQs, and now your mm -hmm. kid is a homosexual. Mm -hmm. It's led by the enemy. And what I'm uh, getting at is we need to protect that faith. Yes, 100%. 100%, dude. That is the thing that you have to protect among all things. Mm -hmm. right? If you lose everything, but you still keep your kid's faith, your kid secure in their faith, then you did your job. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're here. I mean... By parents, why we have kids is to pass it on to the next generation. That so, Christian yeah, that's, identity. That's, that's it. You know, right now we're looking at um, Warren kicked me in the butt and said, hey, we need to start doing some, some three-and-a-half, four-year-old appropriate catechism at the table. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree. You know, it warmed my heart to hear B talk about I want to talk about God. Yeah, she what makes God happy and what makes God sad. Mm -hmm. And you know, it, yeah, those are frequent conversations throughout the day. And she brings it up a lot. You know, and um, I just never had that. And I just think about how much of an advantage she's going to have with that. And. Um, And I just pray we do a good job. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to learning myself because I I was never catechized. Is that catechized? Yeah. Um, and I would not say I am good at defending my faith mm -hmm. um, in the way that we'd be trying to teach her to as she gets older. So, and defining um, your beliefs. Yeah, like seriously defining them. You know, in kind and of withstanding the challenges is, is kind of where, um, where I need some kind of boning up on on just what to say. Like I, I believe it, I truly, truly believe it, but having the words is always my my short yeah. fall. <laughs> so unless you're I'm, writing, and then you write the most eloquent, beautiful. Well. In the mo no one's going to wait for me to write out my uh, opinions if they they throw something at me. So no, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of learning along with her in a more formal way. Yeah, and to have it on the tip of the tongue where it's one plus one equals two, mm -hmm. right? Or four times four is sixteen. You know, they we teach kids to memorize the times tables. That's how strong their faith should be. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Primarily. Much more important than your times tables. And um, I'm really looking forward to that. Like, I am impressed of where what B is able to grasp at three and a half, well, four May, whatever that is, rounded up. Yeah, three and three quarters. And uh, I mean, you were talking to her about chambers of the heart. And yeah, we, yeah. I mean, you just take opportunities. Like, I, I would totally blow it off and be like, yeah, your heart pumps and whatever. And you are drilling down in it and she's retaining it. Yeah, I think that's why I do it because she, I can see her taking it in. I mean, that's the homeschooling thing too, right? I mean, it's like you take advantage of any little teaching moment that comes up. Um, you know, so like we had, we had hearts and livers for lunch today, you know, from the chickens. And she asked to watch the heart video again. And so we were, she asked to hold the heart, which how many little kids would want to hold a, a heart? And then, you know, we cut it in half. And so she was able to see in a real heart Chambers. what she was watching on the video. It's so like, cool. It's, you know, it's very neat to provide her that. The other thing is that she has an appropriate relationship with the food system. Mm-hmm. Where instead of the Disney. Yeah. A relationship with animals. She's got the appropriate relationship with the animal kingdom. And both of our daughters will. Mm-hmm. And. And again, that's something that none of us had. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. It's her, because I mean, three-year-olds don't understand death, really. And so like when she popped that chicken and was just like so callous about it, that kind of like unnerved me on the other <laughs> other end. Like, well, she was only what like kind three of, at that Yeah, point, I mean, so, know. I mean, obviously. Her empathy, she didn't understand just, what death was. Yeah, and then the like. reality of it. Seemed to think it was kind of funny. And, you know, I mean, it, it obviously, you know, processing it however she needed to and all that. But, um, yeah, so I was like, is she going to be too callous about No, I death? think the, but the I think girl who cried at trees going and, into chippers her biggest thing is yeah it's like when when is death and killing okay and when is it not and kind of the big you know it's that's a struggle for humanity well sure yeah and so she's but you know it was really really sad and not a good thing when the chicken was run over by the ranger um that was a death that, that was that was a pointless death yeah that chicken Waste. felt more pain, you know, when we kill a chicken, it's on purpose and it, um, quick. as quick as possible. And so just trying to, yeah, I mean, she's kind of getting those life lessons on that and just, but it is hard at that age to really know what she's understanding. But, you know, one of the things I'm ashamed of is our amazing nanny taught her John three sixteen, and it's gone. Yeah, it is gone. When she didn't even know what the words meant, she could say John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now, I mean, I don't know. I think she's kind of ebbing and flowing on. Now she's, like, bashful about. Performing. Perform, yeah. So, I mean, I think doing some more formal teaching and stuff. But it'll come back. She's evolved into other God things. Well, you know, it's she comes in here and pretends to pay, play pastor, and that's been. It's funny what she sees me doing and how she sees me. Mm-hmm. Like she's coming in, she's like, "Okay," you know, and starts talking. So, she's really so today. So she was like really into being 
past her data today when you were at the gym. So after she podcasted with Melissa, to Melissa wasn't there, but we have a video of her podcasting with Melissa. Um, and then she was like, okay, mama, it's time for church. And so she, she tried to turn your table around. It was like, just skip that B, you can do it from there. And so she, um, she prayed us in and blah, 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 blah. And, but then she caught, caught herself and she like came over here and she went, check, check, check. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's yeah. yeah, it's like, that's so funny. That's part of her. Yeah. So it's very cute. Yeah, and when she did for me, the first thing she did was come over here and do mic check. Mm-hmm. Make sure the mic was <laughs> The things they pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, she prayed us, prayed me in, prayed me out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, didn't really say much. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so, and I, and um, yeah. So, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. So, anyways, it was. It's funny how they see you, and um, so. It comes to catechizing them. We'll let you guys know what resource we agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I know there's people out there in similar stages. And honestly, I think most four-year-old catechism stuff is going to be news to most Christians. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Right? Yeah. So. Um, least, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I know that B in three months will be able to stand up to 90% of Catholics out there. <laughs> yeah. And she won't be afraid to say it. <laughs> so all exciting stuff. Again, you know, I'm so pumped about the 90 day challenge. I am optimistic on how it's going. Um, another thing that's interesting, and this is for the older guys out there. Um, you know, I'm 50 and the days of me going from nothing and pushing my heart into the 90 percentile and above with no one around are over for right now. Mm. So, you know, I, I'm working out in a health club so that if I go down, there's a defibrillator there and people that are to, to save me. Cause let's face it. If I'm working out on this property, I'll be cold before you find me. Unfortunately, probably true. Although we're trying to implement a walkie-talkie system. Would that work on a heart attack? Depends on how quick I go down. If, yeah. if I die like Paul Wash's dad, oh, it was like ah, boom, boom, boom Widowmaker, he went down and then done. Yeah. Dead before he hit the ground. Okay. So, um, so anyways, yeah, we're doing a walkie-talkie system here with an alert alarm on it and all that stuff. So, But yeah, going to a gym and easing in. Again, I can't go in there and get my heart rate up to that. So I'm staying my heart rate at 140 or under, mm-hmm. and I'm just grinding it out. That's better for your body. You know, I did have baby dinosaur arms, and I just came. Oh, uh, look at that. Yeah. All right, you're back. Yeah. So um, <laughs> You're over the edge. Yesterday, I was here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, so I had baby dinosaur arms from that 100 – you know, the, the 10 sets of pull-ups. Yeah. So um, never want to do that again. Never want to go through Stay the baby dinosaur arms. Stay in it. And uh, so anyways, um, it's all I really have. You know, um, 
some updates actually around the farm. We're getting ready to move the pigs from their pig pasture one to pig pasture two. Um, they have turned pig pasture one into a mud pit, three acres of mud. Mostly, yeah. And uh, which was the plan. But praise the Lord, it's been dry. Yeah. We've had like four days. No rain. It's been amazing. Yeah. And now we're getting ready to move to the other side so they can do the same thing. And now we get to plant grass seed before we feed lots of cows there. Because what I learned today is the time you plant grass seed is November. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, shoot. <laughs> can you not do it? No, you can do it now. You can do it anytime if you're going to water it. But if you're not going to water it, you do it in November. Oh, okay. And it's wet settle back there, there. So I think it's going to Yeah. Fall. Oh, okay. So it's moisture. Okay. You know, in the winter, the roots grow. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then above ground after. All right, so, well, the main thing is, is we're not going to be able to use it as soon as I thought. We're pro that'll probably be our fall pasture. Yeah. You know, if we can keep it going then. But yeah. Um, and then we got to reseed pasture one for the cows once we move them to pasture two. Yeah. Which means we're going to have to get like 400 feet of hose. For the watering system. Watering, yeah. yeah. And then just let the cows in. We'll put a strip yeah. right through the middle of it. Yep. That the cows can, uh, dairy the cows girls. can swim. Yeah. So um, we're supposed to be building the crane either this weekend or next weekend. Um, we, we've got a, what we're calling our meat processing crane. It's basically two six by sixes, 16 foot six by sixes, four feet in the ground that go up 12 feet. And then we put a steel I beam across it. And that I beam, there is a, uh, a trolley, um, a 9,000 pound strength winch on a trolley that will move back and forth as we need it. And, um, and that's going in our barn and that's how we're going to process the cows and the pigs, which bacon has got multiple pardons. Yeah. He's, he's turning into a cat. Nine yes. lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is he doesn't know, you know how just, lucky he is. This weekend or next, Lauren's going to be taking the manhood of the new baby pigs. Oh, you've, you've, you've mentally committed to that. We're going to be doing that? Yep. Since yeah. uh, Warren said he didn't want one, they have no place to do it. I said, if you want, start your own herd. You get our boars right here if you want them. Yeah. But I think him and Tim have passed. Yeah. So we're just going to meet them. Meaning the, uh, the family jewels are going. come off. And Which as a man, so I will bad. not do that. I will take their life, but I won't take their manhood. So Lauren's going to have to be in there. Yeah. I've seen, yeah. Cutting, I, I, I read, was less painful. Tearing, like pulling out. Oh, my Lord. Lessens the chance for infection. Because you're not you're not leaving as much tissue in there. Um, we'll we'll be cutting. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it depends on where that. they snap. This guy, one guy who did it, like he does, like a slow pressure pull, and it was coming out with like the whole tube. Like versus the first one I watched, did like a rip and tear kind of thing, which 
like seemed to be the same location as how you would cut it. That's why I was like, why is he doing that? But yeah, this this one guy pulled him out. And some of the pigs didn't even scream all, like I don't know. I'm, mm. He did he did his at like eight weeks. Um and he had a good res- he stuck him head first into a bucket and then he just did it by himself. Like he used the bucket to restrain him, which was he's obviously very practiced, but it was an interesting Yeah, the screaming pigs screaming hurts my ears too. It's so bad. I mean, the one thing, like, you watch the videos and they scream. They they also scream when you pick them up or, like, look at them. (laughs) So, I mean, but I know. I'm not, I don't, it's going, it it hurts. It has to hurt. So, but anyways. But it's got to be done. We can't waste three three pigs. I did buy some, um, I tried to buy chicory. Yeah. They have seeds for it there. They don't have the cubes yet. And I tried to buy alfalfa bales. They I don't have alfalfa bales, but I did buy cubes. Yeah, I saw that. So um, just trying to experiment. Is that and for him? I don't know who they're. Okay, I know that dairy, dairy, dairy yeah, okay. I was going to say it's dairy cows. Enjoy alfalfa. So anyways, you want to pray us home? Sure. All right. Short, short and sweet. Yep. Take us home. Let's go to bed. I'm tired. Me too. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord. Come to you now, humble and grateful for this time together. Thank you for every person who who joined us, whether for a part of it or the whole time, Lord. We are so grateful for them. And thank you for your provision and protection over them. Lord, thank you for the encouragement that you've been giving Jason and this whole community with the challenge, the, the dedication to faith, family, fitness, and fundamentals, Lord, and the changes that that people who are committing to it are experiencing. And we know that you are in the middle of that. And, and I'm just so grateful, especially for Jason's progress and the breakthroughs that he's getting uh, in your word and in his relationship with you, Lord. And I know that I am seeking that and that everyone here is seeking that. So please just meet us where we all are. Kick us in the butt where, where we need it, Lord. Uh, don't let us use any excuses um, on, on not following through on our commitment to, to better ourselves and especially better our relationship with you. As we move forward in the week, I pray a blessing of peace and health and safety over all of our listeners, and may they offer their best time every day to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, everyone. God bless you. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Good night. Thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us in today's spiritual vanguard on Christian Warrior Talk, presented by Christian Warrior Mission. As we've united in prayer, let's hold fast to the truth in Nehemiah 4.14. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Until next time, let's keep a humble and grateful heart, deliberately pursue our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and equip ourselves with the full armor of God. You're not walking this path alone. Lock shields with us, and together we will hold the line. May God bless you all.